You're listening to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, a lifestyle podcast for the modern mystic woman, where we explore topics on spirituality, female empowerment, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Nixie Marie, and I will be here with you every Tuesday to sit together and rise, feel the energy of the sacred feminine, and explore what it means to be a goddess. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, sisters. Welcome to another episode of I Am Goddess Collective Podcast. I am with my lovely sister, Mimi Trong, our resident astrologer in the house today. She's actually in-house in the studio, so I'm so happy to see your face. Yes, I love being here. You have such a beautiful home, and I love the energy up here. Thank you. Yeah, we're, you know, nestled back in the trees, and it's um, quite magical up in Topanga, so... We definitely have uh, quite a show for you guys today. We are going to dive into astrology for uh, May. We were sitting here talking before we got started recording. We're like, how are these months going by so fast? It feels like we just recorded for April and we're like, oh, it's Aries season. Wait, no, it's not. It's going to be Taurus season. So, um, you know, Mimi's got a lot of insights for us as well as um, we've got kind of an overall theme that we've been discussing. And what I want to introduce for this month on the show is really talking about nourishment, food and nutrition and vitality and like how we, you know, I actually saw a magazine in uh, Sprouts the other day and it was saying, um, you know, how do we live a long life and, and how to like tips on how to stay healthy and live long longevity. So we're going to dive into that. And Mimi's got some astral insights for us for the month. So take it away, sister. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, I can't believe it's May already. I feel like I was preparing just for the April month. And now I'm looking at May, which halfway there into the year so it's the month of both Taurus and Gemini and uh, Nixie was asking me about well how can we incorporate food and astrology I'm like of course astrology is everything (laughs) we can apply astrology to absolutely everything so a lot of planets are actually entering Taurus obviously not only is the sun in Taurus but we are having Mercury moving into Taurus on May 6th. And then on May 15, Venus is entering Taurus as well. So there's going to be a lot of Taurus energy vibe in May. Mm. Um, the first day of May, though, I'd have to say there's a lot of, there's a whole cluster of of. Aries energy on May 1st so what a great way to talk about you were talking about the word vitality which totally embodies Aries Aries is all about that power like that vitality that energy oftentimes we relate Aries to athletes oh yeah so um on May 1st we have the moon we have Chiron we have Vesta we have Venus Mercury all in Aries so you know, it's a really good wake up. It's like a cold shower in the morning. It just definitely wakes you up and get you going. So if for anyone who's been declaring in January to work on their health goals or um, going back to working out or eating healthy and not quite gotten 
there yet? Well, yeah. you know, take advantage of May 1st with that punch of energy to go, okay, it, four months has gone by. If you haven't stayed with your goals, your health and wellness goals and fitness goals, then a new way to reset the clock and um you know get real with you know what why do you want to be healthy and fit and energy level too right yeah you know i think it's really i'm certainly feeling such a uh shift in the energy with spring now being here um i know there's other parts of the world that you know are still getting those wintry months but for me, you know, I guess LA, we've always kind of been ahead of the game a little bit. Like what I think happens here in California and Southern California, there's like this energy where it sort of sets the tone as like a ripple effect of what happens throughout the rest of the world. And sort of being in this energy, you know, it creates this um, this new sense of of freshness and, and um, like you said, vitality. And so for me, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm actually feeling excited to wake up again and not feel like it's taking me like that sluggish, mm-hmm. slow, snaily energy. So I think, like you said, it's important to revisit some of those uh, goals that we had set out for uh, the new year. And, you know, it's okay if you, during the winter months, decided to take it easy and, you know, not work out so much. But, you know, summer is coming and I don't know about you but I want to work my butt a little bit so I'm yeah, looking that. good <laughs> <laughs> yeah I want to be looking good I got to get in the bikinis right <laughs> yeah absolutely so this is a really good time to get started it's never too late yeah exactly so Taurus well I'm a uh, Taurus rising so so am I oh that, what did we know that I knew that <laughs> well you know that but I don't think I knew that of course Mimi knows everything you guys she knows everything she'll be like we're talking about somebody she's like oh yeah she's a moon in virgo or something i'm like how do you even know that that's me for you she's very good i remember (laughs) so what is that like for anybody who is uh got taurus as a sun moon or rising sign or just a lot of taurus in their chart like what are they going to be experiencing well it's so first of all if you are a taurus um Every time, and this is true for any zodiac sign, when it's about your turn to, it's your birthday month, um, energetically, there's always something that shifts. That's what we call your solar return chart, which means the sun has returned back to the exact same position in which it was in when you were born. Mm -hmm. So it's a new year. That's your birthday year. So energetically, there's new themes that will come about. Um. So this year, a lot of, you know, given that Mercury and Venus will enter into Taurus, obviously, depending on when your birthday is, um, Taurus's energy is always, it's, it's an earth sign, so it's grounding. Not all Taurus people necessarily are grounded. They're here to learn how to be grounded, actually. Mm. Whereas Taurus people who are have a Taurus rising tend to be a little bit more grounded already um, because our rising sign describes how we show up in the world. So so there's a slight difference and people who have a moon in Taurus definitely probably way more grounded in some ways because emotionally they're very Taurus. Like mm. that's their natural place to operate from. Um, and 
tend to be a little bit slower, in a, but it's not in a negative way. Slower in the sense like taking its time and to indulge. And we were talking about food and wellness and something about eating. So either some people eat from an emotional space oh, or yeah. we can take our time to really enjoy the food. Taurus embodies the five senses. Okay. So for anyone who is uh, a Taurus sun is for them to learn how to slow down and enjoy. It was funny because I actually had a, a client not too long ago and he's super fast. Like he's fast, fast, fast. He's um, actually not a Taurus, but he has a lot of Taurus energy in his chart. And part of his journey is to learn how to slow down and enjoy the senses. And for him, he was like laughing because he's like, oh my gosh, that is so opposite of what I am. I said, I know, but that's part of what you're here to learn. Mm. And um, when you learn how to slow down and enjoy what's present in front of you, you everything will expand. Everything will be magnified. So you don't have to feel like you're rushing because your senses would be heightened. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, it's an, a beautiful invitation now for anyone who's a Taurus to appreciate and awaken your senses through your touch and feel the food that you're cooking or that you're ordering. Um, when you eat to savor every single flavor, um, to look, you know, is it colorful? And to really smell it can't really hear the food unless you cook the food and like listen to the sizzling right. and it's funny like that one client he was actually um barbecuing for his family and um he he realizes oh i i didn't even until you told me to slow down i didn't realize that the barbecue the meat was sizzling on the grill and i said yeah imagine if you could just mm. enjoy the sound of the sizzle right yeah well, you know, there's so much there to unpack, too, because in the society that, you know, we live in, everything is like fast food, you know, go eat your meal, go get meals, you know, pre-made, pre-cooked, all these things when, you know, back in the days, we didn't quite do that. Everything was so much slower. Mm -hmm. And while I don't think this world would ever go back to you know that slow there are parts of the world that are of course you know operating for to that degree but regardless it's like how do we come to that balance that like middle ground of you know fast food versus uh super slow food and you know being able to cook and not be in the space of like ah well you know it's gonna take me like two hours to prepare this meal because i gotta go out in my garden and pick all the fruits and you know and harvest or whatnot but i think that there's a balance to it you know mm -hmm. i i definitely gave up fast food um god it's been a while sometimes i do occasionally go to in and out you guys in and out so good i'm fully <laughs> guilty of that so if you catch me at in and out macking on a burger please don't judge me mm -hmm. It's it's the moon time usually. I'm like I get I allow myself greasy. one yeah. amazing greasy In and Out burger. Yeah. When I'm when I'm PMSing usually. Yeah. Or it's like and I can feel my body craving it. Yeah. But you know, regardless of that, just the whole fast food mentality has put us in this fast quick thing, but you have to really think about 
what that process looks like. You know, it's going to be frozen food. It's going to be processed. It's going to be. So then how does it work through our bodies if we look to nature and nature doesn't hurry? This is my favorite quote of all time, that nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished by Lu Tao and or Lao Tzu. And it's like, so why are we flipping the process? Mm. You know, we're trying to force things. We're trying to create things like on a faster plane. But, you know, I think that that's really what was coming up for me with the Taurus energy this month. Like, okay, you know, finish my food, finish that bite and then move forward, you know, and not be on Instagram while I'm eating my food or Mm -hmm. on a call or, you know, I don't know. There's uh, multitasking and eating Mm -hmm. is probably something I could work on a little bit more. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, I enjoy my food. I love my, when I cook, especially in college, when I was in very limited um, funds, I would still eat fairly well. So I develop a philosophy of how can, and I didn't have a lot of time because I spent a lot of my time studying instead. And so it's how can I eat quickly, prepare food quickly. I didn't have the budget to buy and eat out all the time. Right. So it's how can I maximize the food that I do have and I can purchase at the grocery store and make it count and also cook quickly, but still good, Mm. healthy food. So I'm also, I mean, I I enjoy In-N-Out burgers once in a while, but it's definitely not my regular, you know, diet. Yeah. Um, So... I tell my husband, okay, I, whenever we ask, well, what do you want to eat for dinner? It's like, well, anything but fried food or fast food. That's my two things. So it could be anything. Um, But yeah, you can cook with limited ingredients, still with a lot of flavor and quickly too. Right. Yeah. I think too, it's um, important to know what your body needs and Mm -hmm. what, you know, it doesn't need. And being in relationship to like what causes you know mental mood disorders or something you know food is literally like who is it that says let thy food be thy medicine do you know who that who says that no i can't remember but it's very true it's like food is medicine it is and and i yeah used to watch this episode this show i don't think they have it anymore long time ago it's actually out of uh, England out of the UK and um, they would pick participants who have uh, chronic illnesses and they would work with a dietary like a nutritionist and also with a doctor and they would go through like a whole cut all the food out and just eat certain very mm-hmm. found like fundamental items yeah do like an elimination diet yes and then figure out what causes whatever illness they have and it sometimes it's an immune disease sometimes it's just a skin allergy or whatever that may be and yet their whole philosophy is yes food is medicine yeah and it really depends on what do you put in your body and when we slow down and that's what the slowing down of Taurus is all about it's when you slow down you start paying attention to what your body is telling you yeah and it's listening to your body and also noticing what do you crave. So, you know, whether it's it, you're on your period, whether you're on PMS, I notice that when I'm PMSing, I 
crave chocolate, but I all, always love dark chocolate. Um, so I know, and I don't eat chocolate every day. It's just yeah. there, there's that little craving, but I'm so aware. And that's very important to kind of notice if there's like a pattern, a habit, and if anything changes, maybe your body is changing. And I know I turned 40 last year, so mm-hmm. uh, my hormones are changing. So and I, I know, and I start having breaking out my, I, teenage, my teenage years, I didn't have any zits or pimples, but then now I turn 40, I have all these like pimples on my forehead and I start freaking out. So I know my body's changing even right. hormonally. So paying attention to what yeah. I'm eating some, and I cut out di- dairy because I noticed that, well, I know that I have a dairy allergy and I start accumulating a lot of mucuses around my sinuses. And in the morning when I, as a child, I didn't know better when I was younger, you just eat anything, right. whatever your parents fix Glass for you, you just pizza. eat. Yeah. <laughs> and I would wake up every morning congested. And then until not too long ago, 2014, I actually went to an allergist and got tested and realized, okay, I can't do dairy, like cow's dairy. I can do like goat cheese. Um, but, and I also noticed that when I do eat and I cheat and I eat pizza, well, my forehead starts breaking out. That's when I know, okay, right. <laughs> it's my body not yeah. totally rejecting dairy. Yeah. And that's like, that's where the body's just so freaking smart. I mean, our bodies are a part of nature. And when we have physical outbursts or physical pains or chronic pain or illnesses, you know, that's the body's way of saying, hey, listen to me, like pay attention. And something that I shared on another podcast was like, I'm finally at this really powerful realization that I have chronic sciatica pain, like, and Mm. I'm not voicing it. I'm not really saying that this is something I'm experiencing because I want to just shove it down and and pretend like it's all okay, okay. But when I'm waking up every morning and I'm in pain, like that's not that's not right. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, now what do I need to do? So then I started looking into the the deeper layers of it and, you know, what foods are causing inflammation in my body and mm-hmm. what foods I need to d- release. And so now I'm just like, okay, well, now I'm on this healing journey with mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. You know, we're all going to ebb and flow with different things that our bodies are going to tell us with hormones and, you know, work, whatever is causing it or deeper underlying issues that are going to be causing these things. Because, you know, if, I don't know if some of you guys have read um, this is a book recommendation, but Lewis, hey, you can heal your life is so profound because you can really understand like what doctors don't understand so much is you know, the metaphysical meaning of why your illnesses or your, um, you know, acne or your skin abrasions, whatever rashes might be showing up. And it might be showing up to to tell you that, hey, you didn't deal with that thing that you thought you did when you were five years old with your dad. Or, you know, (laughs) it's time for you to pay attention to something that's deeper and it could be related to like blockages chakras like imbalanced or something of that nature so i think it's all it's all for full circle and if taurus is all about being grounded then mm-hmm. like it's like being present and mm-hmm. being grounded in in this world and being grounded in your body and recognizing that these these things are are, are just like like it's like I'm seeing in my vision right now like there's this little girl and she's like tugging at her mom and her mom's like not listening and that's kind of what we do you know with 
suppressing those things in our body. And so now it's like, okay, pay attention, like turn around, listen to your little girl, listen to your daughter and hear what she has to say because there's always a message, I think, in that. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's so funny that you just mentioned about um, tugging at the mom and being heard, being noticed, being um, felt, also seen, you know, all of those senses. But um, the Taurus rules a throat and it's about noticing not just our throat chakra, but also um, everything that goes around our neck and to pay attention or health around our neck. Mm, like, is that the lymphatic system? Um, lymphatic system, I think, goes everywhere. Like, even under your armpits, has you have lymph nodes. Mm. And then, yeah, your your throat also has lymph nodes. I'm not a medicine person, but I'm, I'm like, guessing like more. there's lymph nodes and other parts of your body too. And um, if I remember from biology in high school, <laughs> our <laughs> lymphatic system, you know, it's uh, connected to, yeah, healing, like the white blood cells and, you know, otherwise there's inflammation and it gets clogged and it, it swells up. So our throat, certainly there's also tonsils. There's also so much many other stuff that is to take care of our throat um, area. Um, So whatever it is that pay attention to for especially people with the sun sign in Taurus. Yeah. If you're concerned with your health or if health issues are are coming up for you, and I'm not saying that all Tauruses are coming up with these health issues, but if you're one of them, um, just notice. Yeah. I think too, what just came up was how uh, I've gotten a few questions around, you know, with healing the throat chakra and how uh, that, I mean, there's no like, let me give you the handbook and like, here's how. <laughs> but I think that uh, the more you exercise it, and maybe this month is a good time to do so. And if you think about it too, like the throat is also related to food because we're ingesting every, everything through the esophagus. So it's coming down through our throat chakras and perhaps we can pay attention to even like how we're chewing our food and being present with that, that sensation of how it's going down your throat. And, you know, maybe there's times where you're like, cho- like if you're choking, it's like, well, how does that show up in your life? Like, what are you not saying because that would then create a blockage so i think that like you know being a metaphysical junkie i guess (laughs) it's like to look at all these aspects of how and which something that you're doing is is actually showing up everywhere else in your life so Mm -hmm. how is the way in which you're eating and using your voice and using your throat chakra how is that also showing up in your life you know yeah absolutely um so true (laughs) it's like so obvious you're eating and the food goes down your throat i'm like oh my gosh this is so (laughs) to me i'm like oh good point nixie (laughs) um yeah it's like right there it's so funny how we complicate things so much so true and you know speaking of eating and chewing and slowing down certainly um it's so funny that some people have a distinct disdain to certain types of food. Um, And I'm actually curious to find out, like, 
my old roommate back in law school, she she hated cilantro. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love mm. cilantro because, you know, obviously here in California, we have tons of Mexican food and we want, you mm-hmm. put cilantro Give in your tacos. Cilantro. And for her, she... Oh, she hates it. She's like, it's, she says it tastes like metal or some people say it tastes like soap. Hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's really like using your senses. Obviously, everybody have different taste buds. and um, But that's very Taurus. And it's so funny because um, that girl, she has tons. She's not a Taurus. She's an Aquarius, but she has tons of planets in her second house. And the second house is actually connected to Taurus. Huh, so um, and she's... She eats a lot of different things, but she definitely has her own very specific foods and she pretty much stays with what she knows. She's not very adventurous with her food, but um, it, it's just kind of connected to mm. very much Taurus energy. And I realized, oh yeah, she has like five or six planets in the second house. And I'm like, wow, yeah, how that connects to food. <laughs> I just remember her charm like, Whoa, what do you do with all these planets in the second house? But um, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I admire how there are so many. I have some friends, too, who are very, very um, disciplined with their food and how they, you know, bring things like to go because they don't want to eat the processed foods. And, you know, I used to kind of I used to be like that when I wasn't so freaking busy. But it does feel really good to, you know, pack yourself a lunch and make yourself a sandwich and, you know, put that energy into yourself. And it's like, it's like being a mom to yourself, you know? And, and of course, like maybe you grew up with a mother who really supported you or not, but regardless, you know, you can still create that nourishing Mm -hmm. environment for yourself by, you know, nourishing what you need. Yeah. I have to say, um, you brought up a really good point because I, I know I work in a co-working space and I noticed some of my coworkers, like fellow coworkers, they do bring their own lunches and I tend to just run down and just grab something from the salad bar and then just run back up and continue working. And um, I've been thinking about that too is why don't I just take some time to pack up my lunch? Because that in of itself is a beautiful ritual, a beautiful practice for self-care. And also Taurus rules, it's it's ruled by, with, by Venus. And mm-hmm. Venus is all about love, love. and beauty <laughs> and harmony because it's also connected to Libra. And But that self-care is a very different type of self-care when you think about Taurus. It's, um, and it's that self-worth because Taurus all rules, like it rules worth or self-worth. So it's to be able to take the time and any excuses outside of, do I matter enough to pack up a lunch, to go grocery shopping and cut out the fruits or prepare and I also the another thing that I've been I've been thinking about, but I've not even done anything with it. Um, it's Japanese people have these lunch boxes that are these metal containers that are oh, stackable. Yeah, I love those. And they all clip together. And yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want that just yeah. to pack up, you know, a little bit of that rice or maybe a salad with then your protein. Like bento boxes or something. Yeah, but they stack up. And that's back in the days where 
um, people work were manufacturers or they were working like um, you know at service sea jobs, or right. yeah service jobs and that's how they pack up their lunch and mm. they carry it and it's metal so it doesn't break it's very sturdy and keep food warm and I'm like and they still sell that um, and I've always thought about oh I'd like to get myself that and then use that as a you know obviously Taurus is all we're also rules um <laughs> material stuff so i'm like for me it's like oh let's buy something to right. <laughs> make this yeah. whole process more fun but honestly but, it's the idea of packing yeah. yourself food and mm-hmm. that you're worthy to eat the food that you cook and i know how to cook for sure i love cooking it's just i'm i sometimes i just get lazy and tourists also we're, we're lazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> sometimes definitely <laughs> you know I I love what you're saying because I think this is so cool to bring this into the conversation just like packing lunch for yourself because or 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 you know meal prepping or just preparing for life right we've been, we actually been talking a lot about preparation prepping for the spring months and now it's like okay so we've done that and now it's about okay what like how are we actually how are we using what we've done or how are we how is that going to support us in the rest of the week like i'm kind of a nazi when it comes to going to the store because i first of all love to save my money by not eating out um for me if i eat out it ends up being like 20 25 for one meal and so because i just it's the type of food that i like to eat so it can easily go really really fast and you know it's like talking about money too i know taurus rules money you know it's like it's not that expensive to eat like healthy for yourself you know i i think i've I've been asking everyone around me like how much do you spend on groceries every week because I know I spend like, you know, between like 150 to 200 per week for both Cameron and I. And it's like, that's a lot of money. But if you break it down, that's not a lot of money. It's like nothing, you know, but that's the way in which I choose. Like I will always have that expense because on like the weekends, I love to, to prep as much as I can before you came over. I was actually prepping my burritos for the month. Mm. So, or the month, I wish I was that full. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just for the, for the, 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 the next three days. <laughs> just for the record. You're, you're going to have soggy burritos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I freeze them. I, I, I prep them and then I freeze them. They're like these new breakfast burritos that I'm doing. Oh, and, cool. um, but you know, it's, it's just like this conversation about putting the time and effort into mm. putting love into what we're going to put into our bodies. And I don't know, my mom used to, I'm remembering like she used to write me little love notes in my lunchbox on the, on the napkins. Like, why don't we just write ourselves love notes on the napkins? Mm. So then when we eat lunch, we're like, Oh, I love Special. myself. That's <laughs> self love right there. <laughs> totally. So simple too. Yeah. It's just a little reminder. And, um, I think I'm going to have to look into those metal boxes cause that sounds like a great idea. Oh, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's an obsession. Yeah. Well, it's important to have the tools. I, I've mm-hmm. heard like the, one of my life mottos came from one of my friends a long time ago and she said, you're only as good as your tools. So, you know, the tools you have is, it, you know, what you're working with. If you've got plastic, mm-hmm. I do have some plastic containers, I will admit, and I don't feel good about them. Mm-hmm. So if I'm opening up that plastic and I don't feel good about it, you know, like how does that mm-hmm. correlate to how I'm putting that into my body? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's oh. all full circle. Yeah, I, um, I've got to, this reminds me, I just got to clean up that 
cabin in my kitchen with all my containers <laughs> because yeah. I do have some porcelain and some glass containers that I love. I, you know, I they they're environmentally friendly. They're sturdy. I can have multi purposes with them, mm-hmm. and but then I also have collected a lot of plastic over the years. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like those to go boxes and. You know, I don't trash them. I just repurpose them. But then yeah. it's still pr- plastic around the house. So, yeah. Yeah, and one of the things that I, w- I learned from someone recently was if you're going to take, if you're going to go pick up to-go meals, to bring your own glass container. and container and ask mm. them to put it in there. So, you know, I mean, yes, all this stuff takes extra work for us to do. And, you know, with, I mean, our world now, we've got Postmates, we've got, mm-hmm. you know, Grubhub, we've got all these um, delivery options. And yeah, it creates more waste. But it's like, how do we create less waste if we're going to be, you know, eating a little bit more? And that's where I think the mindfulness goes in and just dedicating mm-hmm. a few hours a week to either meal prep or just, you know, cook your damn food. Yeah. And even also coffee instead of it. I know it's this is also inconvenient, but I also carry my own um, coffee mug or Mm -hmm. uh, a ceramic mug, too, when I go to coffee shops and they just refill that instead of giving me more paper cups. Yep. But it's not always convenient. And sometimes you just decide to go grab a coffee or tea randomly and it's not like you walk around with your mug. But, you know, when it was a habit of mine, I would always, always have my reusable mug. Yeah, I'm pretty big about that now. I I mean, when I see plastic water bottles, I'm kind of like... Okay, guys, we really don't need to use them. And once you switch and you really find a system that is like you have your water bottle, you kind of you become best friends with it. Like Mm -hmm. that water bottle is going to nourish you throughout the day. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not creating more waste Mm -hmm. and it just really becomes really um, empowering. And and if you just kick that to the curb, Mm -hmm. it's not that hard, you know, and that's I think where this like using the senses being aware and being mindful in what we're putting in our bodies like that's one of that's a huge thing you know Mm -hmm. plastic also it's sitting in there if it's not bpa free it has a lot of like chemicals chemicals in there that you're been putting in your body so i remember i have a funny story you guys are gonna laugh um this is one when cameron and i were was traveling for one of the first few times we went on vacation together and he and I went to the gym and we were in a like a hotel. I honestly can't remember where this was, but we were in a gym and he there was those tiny little uh, they weren't plastic. They were actually paper, paper um, cups. They're like the baby ones, though, the mm-hmm. Dixie cups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there was the water there. So I watch him proceed to fill up one Dixie cup take that shot of shot of water because it was a shot glass basically throw that dixie cup away and then go and then get another dixie cup and do the same thing over in once and i i was like "Uh uh-uh like no way (laughs) so i totally called him out and i was like so i actually just got him a really nice water bottle recently because (laughs) i was like babe you get to like just think about that you know be present to what you're doing because most of the time you know men to women were you know we're not present so we're just doing those acts mm-hmm. mindlessly mm-hmm. and we're not present to oh i just used that and i just threw that away and you know we just think that someone's gonna take care of our waste someday like mm-hmm. i literally think our future it's funny how we've gotten on this conversation of waste but i really think our future is gonna be like wally you know like that movie where he, there's trash everywhere you know 
where where are we going to put all this stuff? So we don't think about it because we mm. don't see it. But mm-hmm. you know, there if you take a moment to go live on the land or go to Burning Man or go to a festival or something, and you are then responsible for your trash mm-hmm. and like to compost it, to recycle it, mm-hmm. to do all these things, which is honestly what the festival communities have really brought into my awareness you then start to think about it. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, well that's my responsibility and I've actually got to take these giant bag of trashes out. Mm-hmm. So it, even if you're not processing it, you know, and taking it to the landfill, mm-hmm. you're still a part of the process, so. It's um, funny that you mention waste because Taurus rules resources. And the polarity of Taurus and Scorpio being the two signs that are opposing each other, Scorpio is also resources, but it's other people's resources. So when you talk about waste, and Scorpio yeah. is all about purging. <laughs> so it's awesome that we somehow ended on this conversation because it's very <laughs> fitting for Taurus energy too. Yeah. And an invitation for, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are extremely mindful listeners and, um, and conscious human beings. And also, as much as we want to believe that we are conscious, living consciously, there are also certain things that we have done out of habit that's not being present or we're just on autopilot that we use more waste than we... We don't really think about how much waste it is. And, um, And, you know, in the advent of... Uranus entering Taurus I really think that in the next seven years a lot of changes will happen with respect to our planet with Mother Earth with waste with resources and the way that we manage it and obviously with Uranus in Taurus is how what are all the different ways for us to manage all this waste and resources so um, very much you know unfolding um, this conversation, I think, is very relevant. And also, because um, I grew up in Canada, and I was, I, I noticed when I moved to the States 20 years ago that it's not common for, I mean, now a lot of has changed, but there weren't um, recycle bins. But I grew up with always having, like, the uh, the city, the government gave us, each household had a blue recycle bin. Mm. So you put in all your papers and plastics, everything in the recycle bin, and it separates from our regular trash. So for me, I was conditioned to do that. But when I came here at the time, it wasn't a thing. Mm. Um, it was a thing up in San Francisco in the Bay Area. And I think, I don't know if they do that anymore, but um, the government over, up there, they charge you by the weight. How much weight do you throw away um, as opposed to just freely just trash all the trash that wow, you have? That would be kind of amazing to put that structure into. I think it would shock the heck out of our world here in uh, America because we're just not present to that stuff. And, you know, by, by no means am I perfect. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Like, I'm sure I could be called out on many things. Um, but I think it's just... It's important for us to all hold each other accountable, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when we see like for I always give this example when one of my friends one time was like, hey, we should pick up trash and you'll see fairies like that t- to this day 
really always and that was years ago before I was on my journey and I didn't quite care about the planet at all I was like bad bitch status like (laughs) I don't care about anything but it it landed for me in such a way where it's like oh you know that person had the and, and the power to to shift me in some way and you never know the impact you could make by just saying like yeah I'm bringing my mug to get coffee today because that person behind you or many other people might go oh that's a good idea like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do that too Mm -hmm. so we at the end of the day get to be the example yes (laughs) yeah and I don't know I it also makes me feel good (laughs) so maybe I do it for that reason no I really care about our our planet and the good kind of selfish (laughs) it's a good kind of selfish (laughs) yeah yeah. yeah. So no, these these are really good juicy topics that are you don't think month. about. Yeah, and also you know, um, Taurus rules money, and um, it's really about abundance. It's you know we talk about saving money by actually buying your own food and cooking your own food, but also when you really think about the market and the um, saturation of agriculture and the abundance of food we actually have in this country but yet there's so many people that suffers from hunger or don't really eat well it's so jarring that like the reality of our resources and the abundance that we live in it's very there's such a disparate um allocation of resources and food yeah and you know processed food with fillers and just to make you feel like you're more full but not necessarily nutritionally and mm-hmm. i don't know it's um i i i think i admire people who have that as their mission in life to help other people break through that cycle of hunger and, um, you know, eating well, it's, you know, I think at least here in in Los Angeles area, there is um, initiatives to bring healthy food in more poor neighborhoods, but certainly not a, but it feels like eating well and healthy is almost like a privilege, which is really sad yeah. reality. Yeah. I think there's I think there is some shifting but you know like yes. we were saying about the recycling and not being not seeing it all like I personally don't see it all so I can't even have like an understanding and a grasp on it you know like the the lack that there might be even though you know we're sitting over here with so much abundance mm-hmm. and so um but then but then we feel it on another level too because you know we can feel that lack it's in the collective so even though there might be an abundance supply around us we might be afraid to spend more or afraid of like using something yeah use, we- <laughs> using what we have as mimi was commenting on how I was talking about my goddess ghee because you guys will hear later on this month's uh, podcast with the beautiful goddess who's created this company. And I was like, I don't want to use it because then it's going to go away. It's so delicious. And it's like in a small jar. But, you know, she caught me and she's like, yeah, but then that's coming from like lack and that there's no more, you know, and and it's true. It's like, well, why did I think that? But, you know, it's just like it. you got to be present to those things. And we feel 
as a collective society and collective oneness that there's a lot there's a lot more than we realize in the poverty mindset the lack mindset and um even though like we're sitting here doing the work it still is it's a lot of work it's a lot that we get to practice and process through so yeah yeah. i'm actually curious to hear from your listeners to kind of give feedback on how they what's their relationship with food and um what are some of the habits that they had to break through to create new habits around food cooking also how you eat food and um, you know some people eat emotionally as well um and like we said, um, food is medicine, but also it's also a drug. You right. know, we use the sugar, the caffeine, or to fill a void emotionally. And I think that's also another aspect of wellness and emotional, mental wellness, and also physical fitness. And, you know, also we, we don't learn about food and we learn biology and we learn chemistry but we don't learn how that is actually a application in cooking and growing food and um, breaking food in our body and as energy and they don't talk about that in school which uh, you know I, i just realized this would be a great you know subject and to not just from a psychological perspective but also from a scientific perspective if the kids actually learn about how to eat healthy from a chemical standpoint and all these diets i know keto is extremely hot right now it's like this new thing it's a few like 10 years ago i think it was like the south beach you know diet and then all sorts of diet now it's the keto diet and even like within keto has like all sorts of other like different i don't know i didn't do enough research but i just saw everywhere on instagram and 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 you know commercials and all stuff it's understanding like all the percentage of the different proteins and fat and all that stuff and also how your body is shaped and process all that stuff and it's it's so there's so much more to food and wellness and fitness and vitality and energy it's there's yeah so much yeah and i think you know your body already knows what it wants Mm -hmm. so i i i don't like to um put yourself through a diet right i don't like to put myself through a diet i don't like to follow movements like Mm -hmm. vegan movement you know no no hate out there for anybody that's vegan um we love you we Mm -hmm. love all the intentions that go into it but i definitely avoid a lot of extremisms because it's not actually healthy for some of us to do those diets so at the end of the day your body knows what it needs and Mm -hmm. it's just going circling back to those five senses like Mm -hmm. being very mindful being a mindful eater then you'll be you'll be present Mm -hmm. like you're gonna know what is like you know okay my acne's bursting out right now or my sciatica pain's popping up like okay what have i been eating and what isn't working so you know it's 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 definitely a journey with food but Mm -hmm. i think you know food is like food is magic food is like Mm -hmm. practical magic for us modern mystics to really utilize and and amplify and you know i mean that's a whole nother conversation but just to look at it from that perspective like 
you know, it might, it might support you in changing your relationship with it. Mm -hmm. So I love things. Thanks for those questions, Mimi. And for anybody that wants to share their, um, their answers and their feedback around this episode, we do have a private Facebook group. I am goddess collective. So you can join us and share what your, your, um, relationship to food is and some of the other questions that, that she asked. And if you're already in it, you know, Feel free to give us some insight on your food, your food intake and what you eat and all that good stuff. So, wow. Well, what an awesome, interesting conversation (laughs) that we had on the show today. Yes. Interweaving astrology with our life and food and resources and all of that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I think I think the important thing is to realize like all of this stuff is whole circle Mm -hmm. you know it's not just I'm studying astrology and I'm just an astrologer and I don't pay attention to anything else in my life like no you know you can relate this to everything in your life so I think I think that's why the metaphysical world and the esoteric teachings like all of that really I find to be so incredibly informative and just being on a spiritual journey Mm -hmm. path is so diverse because there's so many different avenues to explore so Mm -hmm. yeah well thanks for having this conversation today with me we're expanding our conversation around astrology yeah yeah well it's it's you know there's there's so many layers to it and um so it's it's good to kind of be like all right you guys i think you have a grasp on it now and um now it's just like how do we integrate it into our lives and Mm -hmm. and uh, i'm actually pretty excited for this taurus season Mm -hmm. um mainly because um i am a taurus rising so you know i'm hoping that this will really support me in bringing that that new level of abundance and and relationship with it and um finances are always always a topic and i'm i'm feeling very uh excited to i'm actually on a really big deep dive you guys with money and reprogramming my money story right now so uh, you'll hear me talking about it on the podcast soon, but I'm definitely like in the processing of it all. So I'm sure that like next month we'll be recording a lot of money podcasts. So, you know, just putting that out there that that's going to be a big conversation that I'm ready to have, you know, and, and really addressing those things that are uncomfortable with money. And uh, I think this this next month in, in Taurus will or this month in Taurus will be really, really, really um, beneficial to that. So. Thanks so much for being here, Mimi. What do you have to say to all those Tauruses out there this month? Enjoy. Really, Taurus is all about indulging and um, feeling it all. Like, um, it's not just the need, but the appreciation. Yeah, Mm. I would say the appreciation of just everything that you have as opposed to what you don't have Mm, that's a good one it's a good one always a good reminder Mm -hmm. all right Mimi well thank you so much for coming on again as always we love having you here and uh, if you guys have any questions for her or you want to book a reading and get to know your own astrology on a deeper level and so that way Mimi can 
just know who you are like and know everything about you and when you find her at some event that we'll have in the future she'll be like oh you're a Taurus I remember (laughs) (laughs) creepy yeah she's a creepy the creepy astrologer (laughs) what if that was a thing you like change your whole your whole marketing she's like the creepy astrologer hi I know everything about about you (laughs) (laughs) okay well that's it for today, guys. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening in and tuning into the show. I will see you next week. Have a beautiful Taurus beginning of the month, beginning of the week. I love you. I see you. I hear you. Until next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in to I Am Goddess Collective podcast. Before we say our final farewells, I just want to remind you of some things that are going on within the collective. First and foremost, I'm so excited to share that we launched a online membership called the Goddess Life Membership this year. What this is, is it's a monthly and weekly membership where you dive deep into a devotional practice with yourself, you get support from sisters, and you really create a self-love ritual practice. So every single month we gather for full moon rituals, and it's an opportunity for me to see you and see your face and connect with you on a deeper level, and you get to connect with me on a deeper level. You also get weekly guided meditations, you get weekly guidance, you get a theme every single week so we you know really get to explore these topics that we discuss on the podcast on a deeper level and it's a way for you to really integrate that which we talk about here I really believe that you know we can talk about all this stuff on the podcast all we want you can sit there and listen but until we really integrate and actually apply these tools and these tactics to our daily lives that's when we really start to see transformation so if you're interested if you're feeling the call to join the membership this online coven you can go over to iamgoddesscollective.com slash membership and sign up it's only 22 dollars a month it's like a gym membership for your soul so i hope to see you there and also i just want to remind you we have a private facebook group I Am Goddess Collective. You can find it on the search engine and Facebook. We've got an Instagram page, I Am Goddess Collective Podcast. So if the weekly podcast isn't enough for you, we do post every single day. And it's just daily inspiration, daily female empowerment, spirituality, moon cycle information, all that good stuff that we're all about here as a modern mystic woman. And lastly, I just want to remind you, if you're really loving the show and you're having such a great experience, if it's impacted you in such a really beautiful way, I would love to to see a rating, a review, please don't forget that iTunes and CastBox and all these amazing podcast platforms are awesome opportunities to share your story, to share how this podcast has impacted you. It really reminds me why I continue to do this. And also it really supports the show. It it supports the ability to bring new amazing guests on that are really, really amazing, awesome, smart experts in their craft. It also allows for us to expand the sisterhood and, you know, grow in the ways in which that I've discussed so many times on the show. So thank you so much for being you. Thank you so much for listening as always. I love you. I see you. I hear you. Until next time. Bye for now, sis.